We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and it's that time of year where people either lose their mind or they are ecstatic with glee. It's Christmas decorating season, and what's more festive, family-friendly than going to get a Christmas tree. And joining me this morning is Kathy Kogut. She is with the Connecticut Tree Growers Association. And Kathy, one of the things, you know, thank you for joining me this morning, first of all. One of the things a lot of people, I don't want to say are afraid or timid to get a live tree. Why is that? Well, I think some people are just afraid that it's not going to last the whole season. They do put it up now and have it for four or five, sometimes six weeks, providing that you keep your tree well hydrated, that there's water always in the stand. There's nothing that's going to go happen to that tree. It's going to last for the whole season. And there's one of the things, you know, you go to your local grower, your local farm, there's so many different varieties of trees. What's the difference and what should people look out for when picking that live tree in the field? Okay, well, there are different kinds of trees, and it's really a matter of personal taste. The Fraser fir is known to have the best needle retention. The balsam has the best smell. Then there's the con color or the Douglas fir that smells like citrus. So it's really a matter of personal preference of what you prefer. See, I think one one thing we've always done is... It's, I don't know, maybe a little unorthodox, but that's the type of person I am, <laughs> is when the needles do fall off the tree. I've gone, put a pan on the stove, a little bit of water, and just put the needles in the water at a slow simmer. It's like a nice fresh potpourri. Yeah, I guess you could do that. <laughs> Hopefully the needles won't fall off the tree, though. <laughs> you know, that's that. well, that's the other thing. You know, people don't realize conifer trees the winter they do drop some needles it's gonna happen they're getting ready for winter so you know it's natural it mm-hmm. is it's a natural thing yes. and i hear people like my trees dropping but they're going to they're not dropping the leaves in your house it's not a maple or an oak tree it's not a deciduous tree the conifer trees will drop some needles it's to be expected and it's part of having a live tree you know there's there's something to be said about having a live tree versus having some plastic or, as Ray loves them, the old aluminum trees in your house. There's just something warming about a live tree in your house. Yes, your Christmas tree 
naturally will drop the needles. And we did experience a drought this year. So the center needles will come off the tree. Some of the farms use shakers, and most of those needles will be shaken off before you even take your tree home. But, yes, your, your Christmas tree represents everlasting, evergreen, and it's a very important, iconic centerpiece to everyone's Christmas celebration. So now, you know, this it's Sunday morning. People are waking up. It's a beautiful weekend. They're heading out to go find that perfect Christmas tree, the Griswold family tree, if you will. <laughs> what should people be looking for when they're heading to their local farm? I mean, that's one thing on the website, the Connecticut Tris- Christmas Tree Growers Association, ctchristmastree.org, you have a list of all the local farms. So people can jump on there this morning, see who's in the area, give them a call, I'm sure, you know, all the farms have been doing the best they can for the pandemic and COVID preparations. But like I've talked to many people in the past during the show is there's no safer place to be in the middle of the woods or in the middle of a field. So you can go get your tree. But what if people are heading out to go cut their tree, what should they expect? How should they prepare this morning? Okay, it will be different this year when you go out to buy a real tree. We do have to abide by the CDC guidelines. Masks will be required. Social distancing, we're asking families to stay together. There probably won't be wagon rides or Santa visits. Um, A lot of hot chocolate stations will not be available this year. And there will be transparent barriers between the employees and the customers. But the goal is for every farm to keep the customer safe and the staff safe. So they're taking every precaution possible with hand sanitizers and um, making proper signage that people can follow. They may have a one-way in and a one-way out, a certain direction for the flow of traffic, um, and keep everything at a distance so that everyone is safe. So now I'm heading there. Do I have to bring – I mean, one thing a lot I know, but in a lot – a lot of people don't realize this is, you know, evergreen trees cre- create sap. They have sap. They're sticky. So I'm, you know, I'm assuming everyone should bring their own gloves and a, a, an outfit they don't mind getting a little dirty. <laughs> right, right. Plus, I mean, we have hand sanitizer, which takes the sap off your hands immediately. So that works well. But yes, please wear older clothes so that you don't ruin anything that's good. So now, I mean, we're telling people. We're telling people, come with a crazy hat, come with an ugly sweater, make it festive, make 2020 a memory maker, because it certainly is a memory, a year to remember. Oh, definitely. And that's one of the things, you know, if you're going to do it, at least do it, do it having some fun, you know? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. now, should I be afraid if I'm going out there? It's it's definitely something that's, I don't want to say a required two-person job, but a two-person job would make it a lot easier to cut down a tree. So, you know, what are some tips on cutting down the fresh cut trees? Okay. A lot of the farms this year are cutting the trees for you. You can select your tree and then the staff will cut the tree for you. If you do want to cut your own and you bring your own saw, you just have to make sure you're careful with that saw that you don't injure yourself or anyone around you. Um, Yes. It's better if someone can lean on that tree while you're cutting it so that it will um, fall properly and not land on someone's head, but you know, it's just you have to be very careful. But a lot of the farms are actually helping the people and cut down the trees to speed up the um, 
the flow of traffic this year and not having people social gathering around so that we keep everyone safe. All right. That's a good thing. So now I got the tree down. I got it strapped to the top of the station wagon. I get home. One thing I've always done is before I even take it out of my truck, put the stand on it, do that fresh cut right in the driveway, that one inch off the end, and put the tree stand on in the driveway loosely. Because to me, there's nothing more frustrating than trying to line up a tree in the living room. Everyone's telling you to go one way, go the other way. I've always found it easier to just put the stand on the tree outside while it's still strapped down. Bring the tree in. Now the fun begins of trying to find the best side. What are some recommendations of where not to put a Christmas tree in your house? Well, you definitely don't want to put it near a heat source or a fireplace or in front of a radiator because that will dry your tree out. A tree can go almost anywhere in the house as long as it's not near a heat source. Because one thing we've done is my my living room's a little tricky. There's not too many open corners. What's helped us is I have an enclosed front porch. It's all windows. But it's nice and cool out there in the winter. So we've placed the tree kind of out there pre-Christmas day. It's a little bit cooler. The tree seems to last a little bit longer. Because honestly, in our house, the tree doesn't come down till it's a stick. I it I'm okay with it dropping its needles. Like you said, it's part of the process. But there's just this when you walk into a house that has a fresh cut tree, that smell, that warmth, that everlasting beauty, like you said, of the tree. So the other thing is I saw on the website what you suggest, and it's a great idea, is they have those tree bags. You know, put the tree on the bag. So when it is time to pull it out, the other thing is you got to remember is, well, you've been adding water to that base for a month or so. Now there's a lot of water. And I know a lot of people, they just go to grab their tree and they start bringing it outside. Well, now they have a gallon or water that's leading them from where the tree was to outside. The other one was... Well, we suggest... We suggest that a week before you plan on taking the tree out, just stop watering it. Okay. And then you don't have to worry about all that water on the bottom. And then the other, we'll call it a rumor, is adding stuff to the water to prolong the tree. Where where do we stand on that? Well, we've heard all kinds of stories. People put (laughs) sugar in it. They put honey in it. They put vata in it. Oh, Um, that's a fun Christmas tree. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's best not to put anything in the water. Um, If you put sugar in the water, sometimes what happens is it actually seals the bottom off because it gets real sticky and gooey. So we don't suggest that you put sugar in the water. The best thing to water a Christmas tree is with tepid water. You just take water out of the, you know, out of your kitchen sink to room temperature and you add that water. And just as long as it's, you know, you you keep that stand full, you will not have a problem. Yeah, because I mean, if you think... Save the the vodka for a cocktail. (laughs) And if you think about it in nature, the farmer's not running up and down the field you know, adding an aspirin next to every tree that's in the field. Nature's does a pretty good job growing the trees, obviously. So just, you know, take a little cue from nature and just bring the tree inside and add water. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, what the lights always become an issue at Christmas time. People and their lights on their tree. But over the years, LED lights have become a big thing. Is it possible to add too many lights to the tree branches and start to stress them? Not really. You really just have to follow the instructions on your light set, um, plugging in X amount of lights to whatever the light set tells you that you can do. 
You have to be careful. There's no frayed cords. You have to make sure that they're all good light. Um, it, you just have to be aware of the fact that you have to follow the instructions that the light sets tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, Christmas is done sometime in February when I decide to get rid of our Christmas tree, February, March. You know, how do I dispose of a Christmas tree? Is there a certain, I don't want to say ethical way, but is there a better way than not to dispose of your Christmas tree? Absolutely. Trees are definitely recyclable. So you can either, some Christmas tree farms will take them back and they chip them. Some landfills will take them. They use the, the wood chips along rivers and, and waterbeds um, for irrigation purposes. Um, then, Or you can just take it if you live in an area where there's some woods in your backyard. You could just throw the tree out into the woods and let it be a natural habitat for the winter animals. And one of the other things... I don't want to say it's self-grandizing, but what I've done over the past few years, because I also do woodworking, is take, if you, if you want, you can take a small section of the middle of the tree out and find someone that does wood turning and have them either make an ornament or a lot of guys, they'll make pens or stuff like that. So you kind of have a, a tactile memory book of every Christmas tree you've had. So every year you have a new ornament to put on the tree, which was from the previous tree or a wine bottle stopper. So you have a, a collection of, of memories from the trees going forward. And, you know, especially this year, you can be like, Oh, 2020. Yeah. That ornament. Remember that year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, they, um, a lot of people, when we cut the butts on the bottom, when we're making a fresh cut on the tree for them, mm-hmm. they will take that bottom piece home and they will make that into an ornament. See, that's by cutting the bottom, the bottom of the tree. That's excellent. I mean, Christmas trees bring, you know, families together, bring memories. And I suggest everyone head over to ctchristmastree.org. Look at the farms that are in your area. Go get a Christmas tree. Support the local farms because these things don't grow just overnight. You know, it could take 7 to 15 years to grow a Christmas tree. So there's a lot of time and patience and love that go into these trees. So joining me again this morning is Kathy Kogut, the Executive Director of the Connecticut Christmas Tree Growers Association. Kathy, thank you for joining me this morning. And as people are heading out to get that Christmas tree today, is there one last little advice you want to give them? Just have fun. Make it a great experience and have a good time. And that's all we're here to do. Because remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.